0: sounds we are here to wrap it
1: up why not here's steph curry it's time for warriors wrap up on 95
0: warriors wrap up is presented by realtor.com the home for home search
1: John Dickinson and Whitey Gleason at Chase Center. Warriors fall to 1-4 on the season. San Antonio beats the Dubs tonight, 127-110, 957 9570 8 888-957-9570. If you want to react to this one, as the Golden State Warriors uh, fall again on the home floor, now 0-3, Whitey Gleason. Uh, We wondered... What it was going to look like without Stephen Curry and the Warriors and the fans all knowing that Curry isn't going to be around for at least the next three months. And uh, early on in the game, at least, I think we were pleasantly surprised by a dominant D'Angelo Russell and a reinvigorated Draymond Green, a two-point game at halftime. But in the second half, it was all San Antonio, a 70-point second half, 40 of those coming in the third quarter and the Spurs take control to improve to 4-1. and one.
0: Yeah, J.D., it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the tale of two halves in the first quarter. As you mentioned, the Warriors came out. They played well. Three Angelo Russell was shooting well, and it was 29-28 at the end of that uh, that first quarter. 57-55 Spurs at the half, and the Warriors had played with energy and effort. Defense was a little lacking, uh, and they shot only six free throws in the first half. But then in that second half, to your point, uh, the Spurs... They stabilized offensively and defensively. Third quarter, 40-31 Spurs. Uh, and then what looked like a competitive game turned out not to be with the Spurs, to your point, outscoring the Warriors in that second half. 70-55, to 127-110 to in some ways. The opposite of what we saw Wednesday against the Suns, where the Warriors got run out of the gym in the first half and then battled back to lose by 11, and tonight it was a competitive first half. Uh, but the Spurs win it going away for their fourth win in in five games.
1: Yeah, and their first road win of the year as they lost last night their first road game to the Clippers, and uh, no Dejounte Murray for them tonight. Uh, but the Warriors, I uh, don't want to hear anything about any kind of injury issues nothing, for nothing the other team, uh, given the fact that the entire Uh, starting backcourt of Stephen Curry and Klay Thompson uh, are out and are going to continue to be out uh, for the foreseeable future for this Warriors team. A lineup change by necessity tonight. Jordan Poole found his way into the starting lineup at the two-guard spot, playing alongside D'Angelo Russell. Uh, They go for 50 combined, uh, but Russell much less effective in the second half. Uh, you, you were telling me something. You had to, I would say, a, a lukewarm take about. A lukewarm take. The, that's,
0: that's what I'm here for.
1: Yeah, but, but, <laughs> as we were you know, throwing some things around here, getting ready to come on the air. But but I, I'll let you expound upon this. But but you said you thought Jordan Poole's 20 more was more than impressive than Russell's 30. Yeah. And obviously
0: people who, especially people who weren't here and maybe they just see the box score, they hear about it. Hey, Russell had 30. That's terrific. Uh, Jordan Poole had 20. Uh, he shot the ball better. Uh, Russell was uh, 2 for 9 in the second half, 0 for 4 on threes. He did not score in the fourth quarter. We just heard uh, Steve Kerr saying of D'Angelo Russell, yeah, he might have taken a few I wasn't thrilled with. So uh, he did most of his damage in the first half, and the Warriors needed him to. The Warriors needed him to take a lot of shots, and he helped keep him in the game in the first half. But Jordan Poole, 7 of 13 from the floor, 4 of 7 beyond the arc for, for 20 points. He also struggled defensively. Uh, He came out of the game seven-something left in the uh, first quarter, and it looked like Mike Brown uh, made sure he uh, conveyed a few things to him, I'm assuming, about uh, defensive deficiencies. But, you know, that's going to be one of the themes here, right? We know that this is a team that really struggles defensively. How many different ways can you say that they really struggle defensively? One thing I was thinking of watching the game, you know, the Warriors defensively, they're not very good. Uh, out front when you you got two guards, Poole and Russell, that aren't very good putting pressure on the basketball. It's similar in a way. It's not the same, obviously, but it's similar to what you see in a football game. If you're not getting a good pass rush, if you're not getting pressure on the other team's quarterback, he's going to sit back there and pick you apart. So if you're not able to get pressure on the other team's point guards, people with the ball on the perimeter, they're going to find ways to pick you apart. Patty Mills certainly did that tonight.
1: And when... The Warriors did get stops. The Spurs were able to get enough offensive rebounds to to make the, the stops not even worth it. Yeah. Uh, and, and that was another you know, means to San Antonio taking control of this one, uh, in particular in the second half. Willie Cauley-Stein... Inserted into the starting lineup as, as we've thought before the ball game would happen uh, with D'Angelo Russell and Collie Stein. I, I thought you know early you were starting to get a feel for the template of how this team is going to have to operate. You saw I think three of the first four possessions the Warriors ran pick and roll, uh, put the ball in D'Angelo Russell's hands and where he's effective and, and oh, a lot and, of that. And, yeah. and he got rolling and that was sort of a, an early trend that that held true throughout the game. It was D'Angelo Russell's show, and D'Angelo Russell you know, operated, I thought, more confidently uh, and, and more effectively than really he had been in, in any other game.
0: Yeah, and as Steve Kerr said, only, uh, let's see, 11 turnovers, so they did a decent job executing uh, the offense. And you score 110, you know, those are some pretty decent to, to, to pretty good offensive numbers. But again, when you can't get a stop and then you fall behind, even if you're behind eight or nine um, and you just realize, especially against a team like the Spurs, that although they like to go small, they're just bigger than the Warriors. And it's just really tough to come back against somebody, especially a good team, when you just can't get a number of stops. You can't string uh, stops together.
1: Warriors wrap up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. It's John Dickinson and Whitey Gleason with you inside Chase Center as the Warriors lose to the San Antonio Spurs, 127-110, 888-957-9570, 957 The Warriors are going to be right back at it in this building uh, at 5.30 tomorrow, uh, the late afternoon, early evening uh, Let's go. weekend start time. Uh, yeah. Bringing those Charlotte Hornets. Games are coming fast and furious. The Hornets are going to be at the back end of uh, a trip. Uh, out west, where they are uh, ripe for the pluck in JD. Yeah, we're competitive, although lost going away to the Clippers and Lakers. They did beat Sacramento a couple nights ago. Yeah,
0: and they got a guy who could be a rookie of the year candidate in PJ Washington, who's uh, so far he's off to a phenomenal start. So, won't be easy for the Warriors uh, tomorrow night either.
1: 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570,
0: Not to sugarcoat it, but can we do that? Who, who's your bright spot tonight? What was your bright spot for the Warriors tonight? It, Call for the ball here, 888-957-9570. What do you got? Who is your bright spot tonight? Had a number of bright spots. Again, not to sugarcoat anything, a tough loss again tonight. But if this year is all about development, we saw a handful of young players
1: well, do some nice things. And there's two guys. I mean, there, to me, it, it all comes down to two guys. What did Jordan Poole do? What did Eric Pascal do? I, I mean, I think every night, really, those are the two most important warriors in a sense. Because they were drafted to contribute not only to this year's team, but they were drafted to contribute to a, a future Warriors team that can be championship level so that's something that I'm going to file away and and I just I look at Jordan Poole now having an opportunity to be a starting two guard in the league and yes he's got some deficiencies on the defensive side but the confidence is there as far as shooting the basketball it was on full display again now he like D'Angelo Russell can take a few shots where I'm sure Steve Kerr's thinking why did you do that I don't he came want out that after
0: one of them. Right. I it, know we talked about it, that at the time. So
1: I, I think a
0: little heat check and then he got, I think, Bryn Forbes blew by him and then, OK, you're sitting down.
1: But if by the end of this season and a year from now, as the Warriors are tipping off next season, if Jordan Poole is somebody that is, you know, a bona fide rotation player in the NBA, that, that you can play 20 minutes a game and he can be instant offense on a team that that has you know bigger aspirations than than this team will be able to have due to health i think that's a good thing eric pascal he stood out in the game the other night uh, as that kind of a player it was a rougher night for pascal in in the ball game tonight only playing 20 minutes uh he did hit a couple of shots and and i i kind of threw it out to you you know during the game as we were watching together i mean at what point do you think pascal you know becomes a, a a player that's going to find his way into the starting lineup with the way this team is currently constituted to to where you maybe get more of a full evaluation of the two youngsters with other NBA talent.
0: Well, speaking of the starting lineup, kind of a roundabout way of answering your question. But um, I think the Warriors at this point, five games in um, they're they're going to start to get a little impatient with GR3, right? I mean, 26 minutes tonight, he scored four points. He didn't play terribly, just didn't really do anything. And just, so they're going to need something more out of that position.
1: Just limited offensively in terms of finishing and scoring and, and, and even just being able to to handle the ball and keep it moving at mm-hmm. times. I mean, there there's been a few instances here in the first week of the season where he either he gets a pass where he's in a position where he can maybe do something with it, and he can't quite corral the pass, or he, he takes a, an awkward dribble and has to give it up, or maybe the, it turns right there into a turnover. Uh, there's been some some clumsy finishes.
0: Yeah, that's one of the things that really stands out as athletic as he is uh, in the air, and he really has struggled uh, finishing. So, But uh, to your question about Pascal, um, you know, I, I don't know that he can play... The small forward, we talked to Jim Barnett about that uh, today, and Jim Barnett says, really he may have some issues defensively, uh, at the small forward position and that's the last thing the warriors can do right now is put somebody in a position where they're further
1: compromised well, and defensively. And I still don't view him as a as a three. Right. Although so they've he, said enough that yeah. they think they can play him there. At, so how do you start him then if you got Draymond and you got Willie colley
0: Stein? I think it's gonna be tough for him to start, and but again, I still think he's gonna have lots of opportunities to
1: contribute. Glenn Robinson the third a guy that is still the you know most prototypical small forward body type on the Warriors roster and maybe really the only prototypical starting small forward body type that they have right now, which is uh, alarming and, and quite uh, quite different than the last couple of years.
0: I know Alec Burks has played a little bit of small forward. Uh, I, I don't think it's uh, really uh, what he's best suited for, but you're high on Alec Burks, and he was also a bright spot tonight, although we, we focus on the young players. But Alec Burks tonight, 14 points in 15 minutes, hit five of nine shots. So that was nice to see.
1: And listening to Steve Kerr after the ball game on the network portion of the postgame show, you know, I think they're starting to find the guys that they're going to have and piece them into some semblance of a rotation. I mean, the the Warriors were behind the eight ball a little bit because they didn't have Burks to start the year, because they didn't have Colley Stein throughout the entirety of of training camp. And and now, I mean, not having Stephen Curry, that's certainly going to compound matters. uh, But you're starting to... The Warriors are starting to become a team where they can start trying to put guys in the best positions to show off the best version possible of themselves. We saw Phoenix in this building a couple of nights ago sure and and the Suns are in a spot now where with a new head coach, they've got all their talent in the right place. They're relatively healthy, they've been able to carve out some roles, and when you're able to do that, You can start to play more consistent, better basketball, no matter how talented you are or what your ceiling is. And look, I mean, the Warriors without Stephen Curry and Klay Thompson, you know, it it, the ceiling isn't going to be as high as it's been the last few years. But you can still be a better version of what you do have just by getting everybody back and established into some kind of role. And look, there's there's other, I mean, Kevon Looney's out and Jacob Evans is out. And these are guys that would be playing for this Warriors team if they were healthy. So it goes beyond just the the, the backcourt. Uh, but I, I think, you know, as the Warriors get a little bit healthier, they'll be able to play better basketball for, for more minutes of a 48 game. The flip side, though, to that, Whitey, is the fact that when you are an under-talented team, the opposition can maybe – they can knock you out in one eight-minute stretch. And we yes. saw that tonight with San Antonio. Yeah.
0: and the Spurs have been masters uh, of that for years. And if you're not buttoned down, if you're not disciplined, if you don't know how everything's fitting together, as we know, the, the Warriors, they're not sure of that yet. We heard Steve Kerr saying, hey, Burks and Willie Cauley-Stein, we're still – he literally said, we're still figuring out how everything fits together. When you play against the Spurs, who are so well-disciplined – uh, and so efficient, if you're not, it, it becomes uh, glaring. And that's what one of the things that happened in the second half. A team that's trying to figure things out with some new guys against a team that's very good and very efficient, and they just had their way with the Warriors in the second half.
1: John Dickinson, Whitey Gleason, Warriors wrap-up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search as the Warriors lose again. Still looking for that first Chase Center victory. Whitey Gleason as uh, the call it. When's it coming? Now, call oh, it for us. I think they got a shot tomorrow night. All right. I think there's a shot tomorrow night, especially with the Hornets already getting a win uh, on this West Hornets Coast Hornets rested
0: track. though. The Warriors second game of a back to
1: back. And they've been, you know, maybe not to the level of Phoenix, but they've actually been more competitive, I think, and, and better organized than than maybe people would have thought. I, yeah. I looked at them coming into the year, and I'll just, I'll be honest. Be honest. I thought they were the worst team in the Eastern Conference coming into the year. Wow. Yeah,
0: they don't look like it right now.
1: They don't look like that uh, right now. And Knicks are on the phone. Knicks are on the phone, and they've got one win uh, in the early going of this season against Chicago. I think Chicago will be in that mix, too, among some of the, the ne'er-do-wells of, of, of the East. Uh, but... Look, if the Warriors are going to they're going to have to get some wins along the way here, I think, to keep spirits up. I mean, the last thing you want is young players just taking loss after loss after loss because it it just.
0: What kind of environment is that in which to um, teach players the proper approach to the game? If you're just losing, 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 it uh, becomes uh, a lot more difficult. Draymond was interesting tonight, right, because in the first quarter, especially he looked re-energized. Uh, and he put up some good numbers in the, in the first half. You know, Draymond uh, filling the the box score in a number of categories, and he also was doing a lot more. I think even more coaching than he normally does. And, you know, Draymond is always one to point: you go there, you go here. He did a lot of that tonight, and he seemed like he actually was uh, enjoying it a little bit.
1: Yeah, I. He oh,
0: seemed like he was enjoying it a lot. Frankly,
1: I'll give you one thing that's been I think overblown in the you know in training camp and and early part of the season. I think Draymond, especially now that the Band-Aid has sort of been ripped off this thing with with the Curry injury and him being out until February, I think Draymond's actually going to be fine in in this role. I know there's been a lot of speculation about, you know, how is Draymond going to handle it? And boy, he's going to end up not liking his teammates and and he's just going to melt down and he's not used to losing because he's won at every level and he's won in the NBA. Look, I think Draymond's smart enough to know that He's got a group of players on this Warriors team that needs to learn and and is going to need to be pushed sometimes and is going to need to be, you know, maybe hugged sometimes and, and told, hey, this is not how you do it. You know, but but with a level of encouragement, I think he's an intelligent enough human being and an intelligent enough basketball guy to to know the difference between. You know, a, a a team that isn't maybe given a full effort that needs to have somebody just rant and rave and go off on them. When you do have that elite championship level talent, versus a you know a team that's learning how to win and you're trying to develop guys, I I, I think he's going to be fine. And we can we can tamp down the concern over oh Draymond is just you know that he he's not going to be able to deal with this. I think he can deal with it just fine. He knows yeah, what's going. He's on. He's a
0: smart guy. I just wonder physically. As Steve Kerr talked about his minutes and. uh he was much more effective in the first half than he was in the second half. Draymond and I played thirty-four minutes, so that I think is a concern. Physically, is he going to be able to hold up?
1: And the one thing that that the current state of, of where the Warriors are will allow them to do it, it will allow them to be, I think, a little bit more liberal with, you know, hey, if a guy if, if a guy needs a night, you can give him a night. You know, you can it, it, if. Knowing that those other guys are already right. out, like you're not, and Steve Kerr, a couple of points, you know, the last few days has said, "Hey, we're not, we're not going to run Draymond into the ground." He was asked about minutes, you know, for Draymond tonight. Uh, Do you want to keep it around thirty-four, thirty-five? And he said, "Yeah, absolutely, the you know the maximum. Not going to push it up to forty uh, for this team." So I, I, you know, depending upon how things go, we could get to a point where I don't want to say maybe he gets shut down, but I, I think you know he. If, if he's physically got an injury or dealing with something, and it seems like he's really banged up, especially for the season just starting a week you know a week and a day ago, uh, they, they may have to, to give him a little bit of a break here and there.
0: So let's say tomorrow before the game, Steve Kerr brings you in, and he says, guys, we know the things we need to work on, a lot of things we need to work on. But he says, there are a lot of things that you did against the Spurs that I think we can build on. A lot of things we did against the Spurs, or a few things we did against the Spurs, anyway, that we need to continue developing. And here's John Dickinson to tell you about those things. And this could very well happen. That's why I'm telling you, you need to be prepared in case Coach Kerr
1: Well, Steve Kerr, I mean, he did say he was taking inventory of who was was in the press conference and who wasn't. And as somebody that's been there just about every night (laughs) during his tenure, he may be coming down my road as somebody that's not there the last week
0: what were the things that the warriors did well tonight things to build on tomorrow night monday night and beyond
1: well they they limited turnovers yeah i I think
0: except care of the basketball except
1: for a one you know except for maybe one or two stretches in certain games they've been able to score i mean you know they but but i i'm reluctant to even say that because the 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 droughts that they've had have just been game wrecking droughts i mean the early going against phoenix when it's a 30 to 1 38 to 4 run i mean that that's ball game over the beginning of the game where they can't make a basket against oklahoma city that's ball game over they scored relatively well tonight but you know went through a, you know, a few dry spells where san antonio was able to extend the lead and then you know the clippers the long dry spell early in in that game
0: also because they're a little discombobulated with new players getting Accustomed to each other, eleven turnovers—that's pretty good. But sometimes the turnovers they commit are real groaners, Like Marquise Chris goes up, misses a dunk, gets his rebound at the baseline, and then loses the ball, stripped at the baseline after missing a dunk. Things like that. That's only one turnover, but it's kind of a head slapper.
1: Yeah, and I, you know, I, as far as other things that they that they did well, um, I just it, it keeps coming back more to individual performances you know it comes back to to a guy like Jordan Poole for me it comes back to you know Damian Lee it, 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 you know, the, yes. one, the one Another thing bright he spot, official the, bright spot. the one thing he can do is shoot the ball and I, I just i mean he doesn't it doesn't it seems like he shouldn't be a two-way player that that that's, he
0: keeps playing like this yeah you're absolutely right
1: and he's somebody that I, he averaged right around 10 points a game one year with the Hawks and has kind of you know Bounced around to the Warriors. They had him on the two-way. He really held out, you know, hoping that he could get a uh, an, an actual NBA deal, not be on a two-way contract again. It didn't work out for him, so he came back to the Warriors where he was comfortable and figuring he was going to have an opportunity. Uh, so, yeah, I thought Damian Lee played well. We, we mentioned Alec Burks, and I think those are two guys that probably kept uh, this game from, from getting out of hand sooner than it did. To, to be honest, they actually got – some contributions offensively from some positions to where they had struggled. All right, it's Warriors' wrap up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. 888 957 9570. If you want to weigh in with your thoughts on this one, we are going to hear from Draymond Green coming up and also uh, other Warriors players as the Warriors fall tonight to the San Antonio Spurs 127 <music> 110 now back to warriors wrap up on 95.7 the game well another night whitey gleason and another injury for the golden state warriors as they lose tonight 127 to 110 it's warriors wrap up brought to you by realtor.com the home of home search John Dickinson and Whitey Gleason inside Chase Center. Still time for some phone calls at 888-957-9570. What did you like about this game tonight for the Warriors? Maybe what's the the thing that sticks out the most that just must be corrected if this team is going to be more competitive? We've been batting things around uh, throughout the first uh, half hour of the show, but Whitey, uh, not great news downstairs as Draymond Green met with reporters in the interview room. Let, let's go ahead and hear uh, from Draymond Green right now as he discussed uh, an injury that, that he's been dealing with here tonight.
2: I hurt my finger, a little ligament action, but it is what it is. <laughs> What's up with tomorrow? I don't know. We'll see. I was pretty sore. I couldn't grip the ball the whole entire uh, probably since the second quarter. Which is why I was making a lot of one hand right-handed passes and dribbling left with my right hand because I couldn't really grip the ball. So we'll see. Um, you know, hopefully it'll calm down a little bit overnight, but who knows. What uh, did they say? I don't know. They just told me that they see some swelling and you'll get the rest of that answer from Raymond. So I don't really know. <laughs>
1: All right, so there's Draymond Green, not terribly promising for tomorrow. I mean, I, I think at this point we would uh, unofficially here on Warriors wrap-up list Draymond Green is questionable. Yeah, for you got the
0: finger now on top of the back, on top of the elbow. That would explain why, as, as I said earlier, Draymond looked a lot more energetic in the first half than he did in the second half. So, yeah, uh, at this point I would not be surprised if we don't see Draymond Green tomorrow. So time for Eric Pascal to start. Right there well, you go.
1: Well, we were thinking of ways to get him into the starting yeah, lineup. At least go. I was. It, yeah. it it wouldn't necessarily be for Draymond Green, the lone star remaining on this squad. Uh, at least you know, star that had been right with the Warriors the last few years. Right. Uh, so, but again, it sounds like you're going to have to be as cautious as you possibly can with with any kind of an injury or, or fatigue or anything uh, of the like.
0: With any of these guys. Draymond said nothing about x-rays or anything like that,
1: right? No, he didn't, although you would think that that would be procedural.
0: Yeah, if it doesn't uh, respond or... Okay, I have a question here about um, something Steve Kerr said. Steve Kerr in response to, well, in reaction to what happened with uh, Steph Curry and the announcement that Steph Curry is going to be out uh, for three months. And Steve Kerr said, quote, there's no reason why we shouldn't be the team on the floor, the first team there for the loose ball. There's no reason why we can't be the team who plays the hardest every night. We may not have enough talent, but we should be competitive as hell. And that is what we're going to preach. That's how we're going to prepare the guys. And quote, do you think we saw
1: that tonight? I thought we did in the first half. I thought we did in the first half. And then I think in the second half, the Spurs got going. The defense fell apart a little bit. And you look up and and at one point it's, oh, it's a 16 point game now in in favor of the Spurs. And then I think it, you know, it it just, it's easy for players to to feel a little bit defeated at that point uh, in time. But so, yeah, I would say half the game, half the game we probably did.
0: I would say we saw it from some more than others. Uh, for example,
1: who, who uh, do you got in the in the positive? Damian department. Lee.
0: He just plays so hard. And as I said Wednesday, he's like a blur. And he not only did he play at a you know with a lot of energy, he played very well tonight.
1: Let, let's go ahead and get to some phone calls. We have a couple of people that want to squawk here at triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Warriors lose to the Spurs one twenty seven one ten. Let's start with let's start with Tuan. Tuan, you're up first here on Warriors wrap up with uh, JD and Whitey. Hey, Tuan.
3: Hey, what's going on, J.D. and Whitey? Hey. All right, man, I just uh, I just wanted to sp- just speak a little bit about the uh, Warriors tonight. Man, I thought they played good. I really feel like they could play a lot harder. That's it. I heard, I heard the effort part, and I really think the effort can be there. And um, Draymond Green, um, if he can't grip or if he can't, you know, play, then I think he'll hurt the team more. And I think those guys should just take over the whole thing, and he should just sit out a little bit. Jordan Poole. Keep shooting. Glenn Robinson, yeah. I'm not, it's like, man, come on. But we're talking about Eric Pascoe should be starting right now. I think he played very well against the Suns. The Suns' game was, you know, a really good game for him. And as far as D'Angelo Russell now, you know, those shots, what, 20-something shots tonight, last game, 12 shots, five, five went in. Like, I think his volume should come down a little bit. And if he thought more, those could be easy two-point shots.
1: Thanks, Tuan. Appreciate the call. 888-957-9570, 888 9570 if you want to jump in here on Warriors. Wrap up some things to, to chew on. I'm with
0: Tuan across the board on that.
1: Yeah. Oh, just boom, boom, boom. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'm in lockstep. And the thing about D'Angelo Russell, you know, when he's not shooting well, he uh, he can be kind of a ball stopper. You know, I think kind of the offense tends to get a little sluggish, he, although offense can. wasn't a problem tonight. Well,
1: I mean, it was and it wasn't. I mean, I, I think it, it wasn't maybe I think offense was wasn't as big of a problem as it's been in the other losses where they've had point totals were high enough to where you would say, well, offense wasn't a problem. Like the Clipper game, for example. I thought the, the Clipper game offense actually was a problem, even though they scored a lot of points. Right. I thought offense was less of a problem well. in yeah. the game tonight. Yeah. I thought offense was less of a problem in the game against the Suns the other night.
0: I will say this, D'Angelo Russell, it's clear from the from the jump that he was very comfortable. He realized, no, Steph, so I'm running the show And, you know, that's what he did last
1: year. And then the question becomes, well, what does that get you? Yeah. How far can that take you?
0: Uh, Took him pretty far in the first half. But second half, whether he wore down, whether he wasn't getting, you know, it's hard to run an offense when no one else is making shots or whether the Spurs came out and focused a little more on him defensively. uh, Wasn't the same player in the second half. But obviously he's still going to have to shoulder a huge offensive load, not just scoring, but running the offense. Um, And he's shown a willingness to do that, and obviously in the past he's shown that he can do that.
1: The great Nash Solomon, fine producer of Warriors wrap-up here on 95.7, the game. Is he uh,
0: Steve Nash of producers? He is.
1: Yeah, and... he's, he's up there. Okay. That's he's, what I've
0: heard. I don't know. Uh, I don't know the gentleman.
1: Sends us a photo from downstairs of Draymond Green in the post-game press conference, and he, he's he got a wrap on that left hand and, and over that that left uh pointer finger
0: okay and if you look really closely there's writing on the wrap and it says i am not playing tomorrow night
1: <laughs> boy the, the tone of his voice sure said yeah that's iffy yeah let's say uh hoping that it will, it will calm down uh overnight and again the warriors are right back out on the chase center hardwood here at 5 30 uh, right if
0: it, yeah why if he wakes up tomorrow and it's not 100 percent which you know it's not gonna be if you've ever sprained your finger why in the world would you play him tomorrow
1: Let's get to Dre in Oakland. Yes. Dre's up next here on ninety five seven. The game. Hey, Dre.
4: What's going on, fellas? Just wanted to chime in real quick. I was at the game tonight and uh, watching the, the young players go at it. Uh, a couple points: Draymond Green is still a heck of a defender, uh, despite him saying he was hurt. I, I liked his uh, showing with the young guys. I liked Burke, um, uh, Willie colley Stein. A lot of, a lot of, even Kai Bowman and and uh, you know. Playing well, but I, I just disagree with you when it comes to Damian Lee. I don't think he belongs at all. Uh, he's too small. Well, what position does he even play? Is he, is he a shooting guard? I, I think he's like a little too slow for a shooting guard. He he can put up some shots here and there, but he just he, the confidence is not there. He just doesn't look like he belongs to me. Um, he's smaller than I thought. He looks lanky, but uh, I I'm I'm completely missing it on uh, how how you see Damian Lee, uh, you know, playing well and how he fits. Uh, fill me in on that. Other than that, uh, you know, I, if you take the right perspective with these Warriors, uh, I like what I'm seeing from the young guys. It's going to be fun to get to know these guys when the starters come back. These guys are going to be rotation players, and some of these guys are going to have rings if they stick to it. Thanks a lot.
1: All right, thanks. Uh, appreciate the call there. Dre, I'll, I'll let you answer yeah. to, to the point on Damian Lee. Made some interesting points on
0: Damian Lee. He is only six five, So, you know, what position does he play? He could play,
1: really, he could just play the two, right? He's a I mean, two. Yeah. He's and a two that I think and, has been asked yeah. to play three so more. Think, yeah. That's where they need... That's a, a fair body. point. Yeah. So he's a, he is a guy, maybe in a twos body, playing the three, which, you know, there's a lot of guys that are doing that across the league these days. Yeah.
0: What I like about him, obviously, tonight he had some nice numbers, nice shooting numbers, and he scored 16 points, and he plays hard. He's one of the guys that plays the way Steve Kerr says, we have to play. And I think it's uh, instructive uh, when you're Jordan Poole and they take you out of the game early, presumably because, you know, you missed a defensive assignment or two or three. And then they take you out and they put in a two-way player named Damian Lee and he plays as behind off. I think that's something that can really benefit the younger players. So that's what I like about Damian
1: Lee. All right, we're going to hear more from Draymond Green coming up. We've also got your call of the game. That's coming up uh, as well. And maybe even we'll hear from Damian Lee as well. One of the men of the hour tonight as the Warriors fall at home to the San Antonio Spurs as Golden State now 1-4 and four on the season. They're back at it tomorrow. 888 957 If you want to weigh in, we still have time for a few more phone calls. Yeah,
0: did that... they play hard for you tonight? Did they play as hard as Steve Kerr says they need to play in your eyes?
1: Yeah, we're 50-50 on that one, I think, through a, a couple of calls here uh, on this Friday night. It's John Dickinson and Whitey Gleason. It's Warriors Wrap-Up, brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search.
4: I mean, obviously, you know, not having Steph out there is huge for us, but, um, you know, just playing to our strengths. You know, Delo's amazing in pick and roll. You know, we have bigs that, you know, can rim roll get to, and get to the rim finish. Um, and then, you know, having guys that can score the ball. So, you know, everybody's going to get their opportunity. It's just a matter of, you know, just taking advantage of it.
1: Warriors wrap up
4: continues on 95 7, the game. That's Damian
1: Lee. Following the Warriors' 127-110 loss to the San Antonio Spurs. Good night for Lee. 16 points, 6 of 9 shooting. Knocked down a couple of threes, four boards, two assists. And he wasn't the only D. Lee in the house tonight. Why That's right.
0: He, My wife's favorite warrior ever. David, David Lee. David Lee.
1: In the house uh, with, with his wife. Line uh, him up. Enjoying, What's he doing? Enjoy, What's he and, doing tomorrow night? Enjoying the game. And, uh, you know, it was uh, he got a great ovation. He did. Uh, t- tonight, and, and yeah, I mean, David Lee, a, a part of the Warriors' initial championship team in 2014-15, in and, and you're right. That, uh, they Draymond
0: need, supplanted in the starting lineup, They right? need bodies right now. Yeah.
1: Suit up David Lee.
0: Yeah. What do you think of Damian Lee as a player? What kind of future do you think he has? What's his role here?
1: I'm not sure what the future is, but I do think he's somebody that, that can shoot the basketball, and if you can shoot the ball in today's NBA, I think there's a job for you. You know, just just teams don't play defense like they do, or like they used to. Frankly, and I think you know, you're not allowed to positionless basketball. Yeah, you know, to where all right is he a little small for a guy that plays? that may need to play small forward. Sure, but 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 he does have a, a skill that that most teams can't have enough of, and that's being able to put the ball in the basket. I think he's better than a two way player. Yeah. I, I do. certainly on this roster, I think you also see in terms of the size, I I thought it was was Dre or or the caller. Uh, I think you can see where it's maybe been harder for him to stick just based on the body type and the fact that, you know, he isn't a great defender either. I mean, he does play hard, do the best he can, but he isn't a great defender. So you can shoot, but you're a little bit off in terms of the body type and you're not a great defender. And then I think that's what's put him maybe behind the eight ball a little bit about not being a, 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 a full uh, you know season player for the last couple of years. And I
0: hope you'll forgive me, J.D. I know we have some things to get to here. I just want to take a moment to salute you because during the game, I threw out my Spurs trivia for you and Jim Barnett, and it was who are the two Spurs players who have won NBA scoring titles, and you nailed it. You it got George clicked. Gervin, and it took you just a second, just a beat or two. Uh, and you came up with, of course, David Robinson. So well done, sir.
1: Yeah, and David Robinson, of course, winning it on the, the final day of the 1994 or it was ninety three ninety four season with a seventy point game uh, against the Clippers.
0: Yeah. So is this season for the Warriors going to be like the season where David Robinson got hurt for the Spurs, and then they had a poor record? They're back in the lottery, and they end up with Tim Duncan. I, I think they're hoping
1: for that. Although I don't believe there's a Tim Duncan. Yeah, it doesn't look like it. In the it, 2020. Does it? No. NBA draft, but I think the best case scenario for the Warriors would be you get healthy, you get your big three back, you get Poole and Pascal ready to go, you, you figure out how D'Angelo Russell fits, or if he doesn't fit, and you need to, to make some kind of a, a trade there, you got a trade exception, trade exception for the Iguodala sure. deal, and yeah. you're going to have what's probably going to be a, a top half of the draft first round pick. Right. Right. I mean, if you're not a playoff team, you're in the you're in the top half automatically. So uh, you're talking about a Warriors roster that may have Curry and Thompson and Draymond, the two rookies, and maybe still four other rotation players that aren't even here. We don't yet. don't
0: You know who they are yet. Yeah. Hopefully an impact player in there somewhere. Sure. Uh, we're That's gonna the plan.
1: L- let's get to a call here. Triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. Brett in Clayton is up next here on Warriors Wrap Up. Hey, Brett. How we doing, guys? Doing well. doing well.
3: I just I just want to say
1: you know they were actually competitive tonight for the first three quarters. You know, like it, they were actually trying out there. I I thought the spacing could have been a little bit better myself. But it's going to be a tough season. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And everybody knows it. I, I mean, I put the over-under right now, even with Curry coming back in six to eight weeks at about 20 wins. Um, I see them being a lottery pick in the top three, which would be great, because I think next season with everybody reloaded, I think that, uh, you know, the Warriors will be right back in the thick of things. But, yeah, this year's kind of a wash. And, uh, you know, I wish the best to them. I hope that they all can stay healthy and get better. But, you know, more than likely that's not going to be the case. But thanks, guys. I appreciate you for taking my call.
3: All right, appreciate
1: it, Brett. Brett and Clayton checking in here. Very competitive at the start of the
0: game, which is what I was dying to
1: see, and and hadn't seen really in this building yet, for because they get gotten off to such awful starts uh, that they were, you know, it felt like, boy, this could be uphill climb the whole game, even against Phoenix the other night. You know, that thirty to one run after it was ten to nine in in favor of the Warriors, and you are thinking, boy, what is going on? ugly ugly night and the ugly night wound up becoming even uglier with stephen curry going down with what now we know is going to be at least a a 3 month injury one thing i will say about you know when when you start projecting well where's the pick going to be where's the pick going to be the nba does have a lottery and i know right. i know i know uh, long time warriors fans are very familiar with that <laughs> that fact uh and the warriors though if you are the third worst team, let's say. Just hypothetically speaking, I'm not saying that's going to happen. But if you're the third worst team, that guarantees you only, I believe, the seventh or the eighth pick. The way that it's it's done now, you could still get pushed back uh, a, a number of slots. The worst team could still get the fifth pick, for example. Yeah. The second worst team could still get the sixth but pick. How
0: many teams now under the reformed lottery have
1: the highest percentage of getting the first pick? It's the it's the the, there the four oh yeah the four yeah yeah so the bot it's the it's the bottom four have the highest uh, opportunity although as we've seen the last few years and I know this this past year was the first year of the new system but teams have moved up more in that six seven eight range uh, and that's also happened over time but the last few years more teams have moved up from that six seven eight range into the top few spots and you saw it happen with the Pelicans uh, just. This past May in the lottery and then they were able to get Zion Williamson
0: uh, to uh, Brett's point about the Warriors being competitive, uh, especially in the first half. Right. And and you made the point again in the third quarter that we saw again tonight that some teams are doing to the Warriors in the third quarter what the Warriors used to do to other teams as they gave up a, a 40 burger to the Spurs in that third quarter uh, up to that point. Yeah, the first half very competitive. But uh, it's just another one of these things that other teams are doing to the Warriors. And Steph Curry made the point in opening night. Other teams doing to the Warriors things that the Warriors are accustomed to doing to other teams.
1: Yeah, and it did feel that way again tonight yeah. with the third quarter. And, and with the, uh oh, they're, they're hanging in. They're battling. And then it was like, nah, the, the Right. Spurs were able to hit a couple of shots. And the Warriors just couldn't uh, continue to match up. All right, let's get to our call of the game.
4: It's time for the call of the game. Brought to you by Metro by T-Mobile. Here's Russell behind the back dribble and Mills went the other way. Three ball good on the left side. That was sweet.
1: All right, make sure you tune in tomorrow morning. It's Warriors This Week. That's right, tomorrow morning, Saturday, Warriors This Week with yours truly and Jim Cozumore, 9.30 here on 95.7 The Game, if you can correctly identify the call we just played, uh, you will win a Schroeder's gift certificate. Uh, you'll win, uh, what was it, up to 100 we said? Ooh. Up to $100. Yeah, nobody got it right after the game on Wednesday, so you'll win $100 to Schroeder's Restaurant at 240 Front Street in San Francisco just by knowing the call of the game tonight. Uh, know it tomorrow and, and listen uh, as I'll be back with Coe's. Uh, at 9.30. Before we get out of here, I want to re-rack a piece of audio that we played earlier on. Uh, we know Stephen Curry's going to be out for the next three months. We know Klay Thompson's already out, Kevon Looney, Jacob Evans. The Warriors really, really thin right now in terms of injuries. The the last man standing, as Steve Kerr alluded to before the game, has been Draymond Green. Uh, let, let's just hear one more time from Draymond Green downstairs in the press conference room as he met with everybody with uh, his his left hand wrapped.
2: I hurt my finger a little ligament action, but it is what it is. And we, what's up with tomorrow? I don't know. We'll see. I was pretty sore. I couldn't grip the ball the whole entire, uh, probably since the second quarter, which is why I was making a lot of one-hand, right-handed passes and dribbling left with my right hand because, <laughs> Couldn't really grip the ball, so we'll see. Um, Hopefully it'll calm down a little bit overnight, but who knows. What did they say? I don't know. They just told me that they see some swelling, and you'll get the rest of that answer from Raymond, because I don't really know. (laughs) Ligament
1: action, we'll see, pretty sore, couldn't grip the ball. Dribbling. Left with his right Right hand. hand. Uh, We might not see Draymond Green tomorrow night. Doesn't sound like
0: it. Yeah. I don't really know. Yeah. That sounds like it. Why not? What the heck at this point? So, yeah. You don't want him uh, trying to stop P.J. Washington with one hand.
1: No. You definitely don't. But, uh, so, yeah, just add it to the list. I mean, uh, he'll be on the injury report even if he is able to grind through it and and give it a go. Uh, But at what point? Do you want to just back off of Draymond Green if he's got four or five different things that, that are bothering
0: him? Yeah, all these maladies mounting. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if at some point we start, start seeing a, considerably less of him. But I don't think we're to that point yet. No, the and, and look, Plus he's very competitive. You know, he wants to play. Yeah,
1: 77 games to go, and it is a long season. And look, Draymond Green, I think, is as important to the Warriors' culture as anybody you know, it, it it does start with Stephen Curry and of course Clay Thompson, but I mean, I you know the the, the passion, the intensity, the 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 joy, the yeah, the the intelligence, the, smarts, yeah. the intelligence, the smarts uh, for this Warriors team. Uh, you know, it's been a lot spoken of Andre Iguodala and Sean Livingston not being here. Uh, I, I think you want to have Draymond Green on the floor if he's physically able to be, but I also think you have to look big picture as much as there are still seventy seven games to play. If He's hurting the team on the court right now because he physically can't play at the level that that he needs to. And I think you heard there from a guy that he he thought he was compromised in the second half.
0: And it was interesting uh, to see the San Francisco Warriors back tonight for the first time since 1971.
1: Yeah, those jerseys are pretty clean. Those jerseys are pretty clean. Yeah. Like those like those uh, so the Warriors lose tonight uh, 127 to 110 to the San Antonio Spurs Golden State now one and four that's going to do it for us want to thank uh, everybody uh, for, for Jesse Moore out here setting us up at Chase Center uh, for Nash Solomon and Alex Scott back in our San Francisco studios Ryan Mouser as well uh, I'm John Dickinson for Whitey Gleason I will be back tomorrow at 9 a.m. right here on 95.7 the game why because that's just that's just high roll it's time for
0: Warriors week, baby. Uh, with
1: Warriors this week, Jim Cozumore will join me. And then, Whitey, we're right back out here at Chase Center I'm tomorrow. Staying. I'm just staying here. Yeah, I mean, nobody would throw you out. Okay. I mean, you got a wonderful bay Bayview. Yeah. This is this is beautiful. If you're coming to the ball game tomorrow, stop by, say hi. We will be broadcasting live from uh, up uh, in the upper concourse behind the Modelo Cantina. Uh, again, Warriors live tomorrow begins at 4 o'clock. It's the Dubs and the Charlotte Hornets tip off at 530. That's going to do it. Warriors fall to 1-4. and four. Spurs 127, Warriors 110. Have a good night, everybody. You heard it right here on 95.7 The Game.